Oh, shit. You guys are uh, muted. <laughs> we're all muted? Holy crap, do we need to start over, Tom Norman? Yes. I'm so interesting. Yes, I'm Tom so Norman. Gotta start over. I'm going to go crazy. Don't mind if I do blah, 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 blah. Aaron Rodgers' ex-girlfriend <laughs> dating a Bears fan or some Bears shit. Fit. And now, go. Ryan Kukta, Crixus, Boomtown Game Day. Ryan Crixus, Kukta. There, okay, you're all caught up now with everything you said, we said when we were mooted. Muted? Mooted? Mooted. It's a moot point. It's a moot point, right? It's like a cow's opinion. It's, it's moot. moot. Uh, last but not least, we have the lore master, the lazy dragon. The legend, Jeff Doc Williams. <laughs> Good to be here. Gotta love friends. I'm doing a Sunday morning. Yes. Mm. All true. Close, Tony All Danza. True. <laughs> <laughs> Misheard lyrics. Oh, Jeff, you got a. Good stuff. <laughs> you have a recap for us? <laughs> uh, sure. We're yeah. Last, uh, last session was all about a dragon fight. Although it wasn't a dragon, it was a construct. So uh, we learned that with the sword. So we uh, prepped, got everyone in position, saw the dragon approaching. Uh, a couple of pot shots from ballistas and, and arrows, and uh, the dragon decided it wasn't going to stick around too long, but thankfully Doc jumped on its back and continued to wail on it while it uh, flew away towards Lonelywood. Uh, the rest of the crew got in their dog sleds, their direwolf dog sleds, and, and uh, uh, kicked it down the trail. Uh, Doc finally got it to land on the ground and when it finally uh, shook him off. Uh, an epic battle ensued involving Aranon opening up a hatch in its back, the hatchback dragon. Um, and then, of course, Aranon decided to crawl inside to Crixus's dismay, followed by Doc, who was charmed by the dragon, going after Aranon inside the dragon's hatch. Uh, also, to Crixus's greater dismay, uh, Crixus then uh, made sure the guys got out of the dragon before chucking in a uh, canister of gunpowder and then dropping a fireball in it uh, giving it a nice big ol' welcome explosion um, which uh, Aranon had already been knocked out by the dragon at that point and the fireball blast took out Doc uh, a couple of healing potions later and uh, everyone is sitting around single to barely double digit hit points so All right. Doc takes the dragon said. for a ride until Aranon finds a way inside. Crixus yells, clear out, y'all. Casts a gunpowder fireball and Shardolin blows far and wide. Nice. Very, very nice. I like it. You were getting damn good at those things. Even the one, Great. like the one Friday night for my, <laughs> my homebrew campaign was good, too. It's, I love them. I love them. They're fantastic. So... You recovered. Everyone's in like low, low, low hit points. Low, 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 low. Um, what would you like to do? You're laying in the middle of the road, approximately a half mile north of Tourmaline. And there's fragments of dragon everywhere. Fragments of dragon everywhere. Uh, Valine is there with her dog sleds. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to figure out what to do with all these uh, pieces because 
We uh, we think that they cause some craziness, don't we? They seem to. I'm gonna. So I'm awake at this point, right? I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Let's, I'm gonna <laughs> character. I'm gonna get up, stretch, and say, "Holy shit! I can't believe I blew that thing up." <laughs> um. All right. Doc will walk over to Aranon with the flask out and say, "Here, celebratory drink." Uh, I am going to. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. <clears throat> you throw back a swig of this. I need a Constitution saving throw. <clears throat> Dice. Wow, it is chugging. Oh, beautiful bean footage. I got a happy five. A five. I got a. Yep. I got a you, five. Uh, you take a slam, swig of it, and then you realize, uh, oh, holy hell, as your head gets very, very foggy. And your vision starts blackening from the sides. Uh, yeah, that was dragon's blood. <laughs> and that was... Unfer- you straight up pass out. <clears throat> All right. Crixus. Do you, do, um, do you catch him, Doc, as he falls? Try to? Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's snowy out, right? So, it's fine. Wham! Aaron hits the ground hard. Actually, he kind of crumbles uh, like a pile. He's wobbly on his feet to begin with. All right, I'll take Crixus. Let's see if we can get that uh, those pieces off of him while he's. Uh, I figured this might be a, an easy way to get that stuff off of him, and I'll go for the bag of holding. Okay. Um, oh. I'll reach in and and I'll say uh, what Shardlin, and I'll see what I can pull out. Oh. He so grabs he's... the dragon off of the map. Yep. And I think the, gaunt- the gauntlet. And the gauntlet. And I'll... Well. Doc will keep doing it until nothing appears. So he'll get those things out. And... Those are those are the two items that he had taken okay. that were made out of the Shardlin. Alright. Um, he'll take them and smash them against a tree. If they don't break, he'll just throw them off into the snow. Figuring there's a lot bigger pieces out there. Make a strength check. Try to smash them against a tree. I'm assuming you hit the tree. It's stationary. Oh, so close. I don't have inspiration. Just a, a five. A five? Yeah. You slam it against the tree, it bends a little bit. And Hurt the tree more than the, the wing. statue. Yeah, it took a good hunk of bark out of the tree. All right. Then I'll just get, give it a leaky hole. Up and looks at you and goes, what the hell, man? <laughs> oh, no. It's not, oh, it's not a sending a tree. <laughs> they start throwing oh, apples you at you and that? shit. <laughs> we leave the shuttle in there and it becomes a haunted forest where the trees are alive. <laughs> uh, You're my ideas. <laughs> I'll just take the, uh, take the pieces and chuck them in random directions away from the trail. So they're not together and they're not easily found. 
Okay, make another strength check to toss those how far away. Come on, Natty oh, One. It's been a long day. All Come right, on, Natty One. Twelve. All right, cool. You throw them there. Actually, they're significantly distanced from you in the snow. I need All to right. make something up. <clears throat> I don't think that we want to stick around and clean this up at our hip current hit points and the uh, what we're at. I think maybe we. Uh, get a crew to come clean this up or I, I need some rest I'm exhausted you can talk to Valine see if she has connections on people that could do some cleanup it's a good plan Ooh. and we can do that on our way back to Tourmaline mm-hmm. yeah yeah we'll pick up uh, Aranon and throw him in a sled did you please and, tell uh, me you put all f- my stuff back into my bag they only yeah, took only the took pieces out. out. Like, oh. They only took out the two pieces. That's all they asked for. When they, oh. all you thought about when you reach the way a, a bag of holding works is you put your hand in and you think about what you want out of it, and it'll come to your hand. I, I thought, I, I, thought I heard him say that he just kept pulling stuff out until he found it. Just the charlatan stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, the gauntlet, um, and the dragon. And then I'll uh, go pick up the dragon slayer longsword and put it with Aaron on in the sled. Uh, Valine looks at you guys and says, um, I can have someone come and take care of this, the remains of this dragon. I have contacts specialized in cleaning up magical and, um, potentially dangerous. It's kind of like a hazmat team. Yeah. How, uh, how quick can they get here? Because we got, um, this is probably the main trail between these two towns. She looks at her watch. <laughs> no. Um, she kind of thinks for a moment. and You see her pause, and she puts her hand to the side of her head. She said, they'll be here in five minutes. Cool. Start cleaning. New respect Make for Valine. Sure. Make sure the foreman understands the volatility of these pieces make sure his team is not compromised by its effect. They're, they're well versed in dealing with it. Like Charlatan is not an um, unknown substance to them. So, Alright. Uh, speaking of which, your friend will need more than just being rid of it to cure whatever he has. One step at a time. <laughs> Alright. A restoration magic of some kind would probably do best. I mean, feel free to slap him around. He seems a bit of a ass, but meh. Mm. Back to Tourmaline, then? Yeah, let's head back to Tourmaline. I will bring you back when you are finished with seeing the Tourmaline. Come find me at the end. Um, I have a proposition for you. So she brings you guys back. Um, um, where is her? Let me pull up her character sheet. See what she can do here. She might even be able to. Oh, does she have anything that would help out Erin? Um, no, she does not.
She does not. So. All right. So I think we would just probably want to um, find the speaker and let him know not to send anybody down the trail for a little bit and that the dragon's been dealt with. And then I think sleep time. Where do you go looking for the speaker? Typically, when you have been here, um, you found him at the Blue Clam, the end of the bar. Uh, Blue Clam is no longer standing. (laughs) There is a large swath of buildings, like right to the south side of that main road and the top side of town, from the road all the way to the Blue Clam, is just, just all those buildings are destroyed. On the opposite side of the road is the um Torg building still standing but some of the windows are shattered from some of the debris that flew into it you you can see there are actually um people pulling apart the uh well, this is really weird to describe after yesterday pulling apart the wreckage and uh digging through the remains of the homes um there is there were no casualties in it um, in Tourmaline. Managed to chase the dragon off before there were any. Uh, thankful to the evacuation to the mine, uh, all the townsfolk are safe. And they, they are starting to, and you actually, when you come back to town um, and explain that you guys took down the dragon, you're talking to the speaker. Uh, actually, you haven't found him yet. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Where are you looking for the speaker? Um, Crixus is not looking for the speaker, by the way. Crixus is looking for Marta. For Marta, yeah. Where do you go looking for Marta, Crixus? Um, back at the East Town. So it's called the East yep. Town. Okay, east so side. all right, I'll there. just have them drop me off the near where the blue the clam. <laughs> where the blue clam was and I'll just kind of walk my way back figuring that she's probably out there somewhere dealing with issues and hopefully I'll come across them and I'll walk uh, make, make a perception check as you're walking along looking for him. that's good 16 yeah uh, about halfway to the outskirts of town you see him he's digging in almost directly across from the Torgs building he's digging in uh, the rubble trying to straighten stuff out and get to the foundation of a building uh, they you hear him barking out orders that kind of seems to be a plan to strip all these buildings down to their foundations and then rebuild them um, there isn't a lot left of those buildings there so they're piling all the wood as best they can onto wagons and they're going to use it as firewood Okay. Um, as you approach him, he kind of turns, looks at you, and says, Ah, my friend. I, uh, was that you I happened to see on the back of the dragon? Yes, it was. Uh, problem's been dealt with, thanks to my friend's uh, hasty uh, travels to, to catch up with me So and the dragon. it's uh, I would not suggest going down the trail to Lonelywood anytime soon. Um, there's pieces of dragon everywhere, and it's not a substance that's healthy for you. So, mm, but we got to clean up. That is fair. Does he 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 met Valine right? At some um, point, maybe no. So. Okay, all right. Well, we we've got someone looking into 
cleanup and removal. So should be uh, should be taken care of. But sounds fantastic. Unless you uh, need us for anything, I think we're gonna go rest. Mm, uh, well earned rest, it sounds. Um, by all means, um, the only stretch of the town that seems to be broken down is this one where he poured through here. Hmm. Could have been much worse from what I hear. We owe you a great debt. All of Ten Towns. We can talk about that in the morning. Fair enough. And is Aaron on in a, in, in a dog sled next to you? <laughs> no, I would have sent them all back to the east side. Oh, okay. So the lean would have taken. <laughs> Feels right. <laughs> yeah, by the time Doc gets to the east side, he's whatever he's carrying is making a trail in the snow behind him because he's just dragging it. Yeah. Dragon. <laughs> um, Crixus, you uh, head back to the east side with Valene and Aranon in tow. Um, Valene, uh, actually, what's her? Yeah, she she looks at you and says, "Can you help me get him inside?" Pick him, pick him up and carry him inside. Uh, when you get through the door, Marta comes running up, seeing that Ernan is um, down. She comes running up. She puts a hand on your shoulder and looks at him and is like, is he okay? I mean, I assume so because you're not yelling and screaming for help, but whew, are we okay? He had a draft of something a little more potent than he was able to manage. He is ah, sleeping it off. I um, suppose his arrogance led to that. Sorry, not sorry. Seems as though he would have drank anything we put in front of him. I believe that. I do believe that. Not only is that uh, true the... in game, that is true in real life. <laughs> Been there. Buy you a ship for brains shot one of these days. Probably. Have. Um. Anyway. Uh if you would like to the the inn's solid. There's nothing. I've been around the outside of it. Uh, all the rooms are still functioning. Um, if you want to go put them in a bed um, upstairs, you could. Um, I can help. I can help you get him up here, and you you rest, Miss <laughs> Marta says to Valine. Valine actually looks kind of. I've showed you a picture of her. She's a bit more elderly looking. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Go hard and put away what. Yep. <laughs> so uh, exactly. Valine says thank you, and then. Um, Allows you and Marta to take Aaron on upstairs. You you bring him into a room and you pull back the covers and there's a plate and a fork and a knife sitting in the bed. <clears throat> and you think about Ellie in that moment. Uh, the the little reminder of the chewing is. Um, she apologizes and quickly grabs it and then 
puts him in the bed. Um, and then once you guys have him in a bed, you cover him up to his chin. She turns to you and gives you a huge hug. I embrace her back with a lot of zest, basically as much energy as I have left. I pour into that embrace. Make a constitution saving throw as you're doing this. Don't Oops. puke on her. Um, ignore that one. That is not a save. Ten? You want, do you want me to ignore that one? <laughs> um, yeah, as you're hugging her with the energy you have left, there is a moment where you just... It's over... The overwhelming... Um task of what you've done in the last two three days is just there is a and it's not you know it's just once it just you know how your body will shudder when you're emotional when you're about to cry you just, just one huh and you take a deep breath and kind of relax and she she back kind of backs from you and says come on let's go downstairs i'll make you some food and she gives you a kiss on the cheek Takes you by the hand. Uh, you, are, you are a blessing, Marta. You are a blessing. So are you. You've saved these cities, these towns. We owe you a lot. All of you, even him. It is nothing. <sighs> Let's go get something to eat. Uh, Doc, you led cut to the bacon. Yep, <laughs> to the bacon. I love it. <laughs> There's a big layout of food and bacon. That <laughs> just seems to be where I go now when I describe yeah. meals. <laughs> big, big spread of food. There is bacon. <laughs> um, Doc, as you come, uh, actually. Crixus and Marta, as you're coming down the stairs, Valine's taking up a table in the corner. You guys hear a thud. 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 Outstairs on the landing. <laughs> and the door swings open and Doc's there with <laughs> like his pack behind him. <laughs> just beat. There's this bag just hitting the steps as he was walking up and he didn't even care. <laughs> yeah. Nearest Doc, chair, you walk in to see them. I'm getting... Yeah, so you end up you end up walking in and you turn right to that first table where Valina's sitting. She's sitting right in the corner there. Um, so then the uh, the da, 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 da. what am I thinking? Uh, oh. oh, Marta, Marta makes food for you guys and um, sets it down on the table and takes a seat next to you. Uh, Aranon. Your eyes flutter open. You're in a bed. Kind of recognize the room you've I been here before. feel like hell. Yeah, you do. I'm going to sit up on the bed and kind of stretch and rub my eyes. Kind of look around and then just walk out of the room. I'm going to just kind of start wandering. Probably wander okay, downstairs. You, yeah, you walk out of the room, you reckon, you know you're in the east side. And 
wander downstairs. You kind of stumble down the last couple of stairs. You see Valene and Doc and Crixus and Marta sitting at a table in the corner. Big couple of big plates of food. There's a couple bowls of stew there. Uh, just some food that she could whip up quickly. So, as as if I understand it correctly, I am still a crazy person until I get fixed, right? Correct. You're the best. You're right. the smartest. You're the most beautiful. So I'm going yep. to uh, stretch and say, oh, are you telling them all about how I destroyed the dragon? Oh, and apparently teleported us all back here? That's amazing. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I don't feel good. I need food. <laughs> and I'm going to go sit down. Yeah, pull up a chair. Have have some stew. Um, I I will go get a pitcher of water. Doc is eating um, the the thickest, heaviest, most sleep-inducing food he possibly can. Crixus <laughs> will just reference Aaron as the hero several times as we recount the tale for Marta. Um, in order to make sure that Aranon is pleased with the outcome of the story, uh, followed by a a slight wink to Marta each time that he recounts Aranon as the key contributor. Although an important part of the story is that the uh, ass end of the dragon was opened up and, uh, does give a positive compliment to Aranon's quick thinking. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, I I was very instrumental in, in climbing into that dragon's ass. And it was that's what really destroyed it. Crixus, give me a decision. There's a joke there somewhere. And Aranon, I will need a um Actually no, I won't. Yeah, you absolutely, you absolutely. Actually, make it make an insight check, Aaron. It's probably gonna go decently. As yeah, it, it, Texas is telling this story. Nine, embellishing nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah you nice. you believe it. <laughs> You absolutely believe you are the hero of all this. None of this sounds fishy at all. This is all exactly what you thought it. Of course it is. I did it. Why would yeah. I forget about what I did? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. At the end of the meal, Doc's going to take a pull out of his own flask and just kind of cozy himself in the corner of the booth. <laughs> okay. Is there? Is this just... I'm choosing to flask of no. I'm choosing to fail. Oh, oh! Uh-huh. You're you're doing the you're doing the um, yeah. Uh, okay. Then you choose to so you pass out in the corner. Just um, took his Ambien. Looks, yeah, exactly right. Valine looks at you, passed out in the corner. Looks at Aranon, who's very, very full of himself and looks at Crixus and Marta who are kind of making eyes at each other. Maybe this can wait till tomorrow, but I definitely need to talk to you. I think you guys are 
Just what I'm looking for. Of course, you certainly we will have our our full attention tomorrow. Do you have my attention right now? I always have time I'm... for admirers who need our help. I am sure I have your attention right now, good sir. But your friend over here has passed out, and these two seem to wanna go off somewhere by, on their own. That is so, fine. I am um, the, I am the brains of this operation, and I can relate to them exactly what needs to be done. I can make the decisions. So if you'd just like to talk to me, she, we can sort this all out. <laughs> Valine Cox, the, she's got an eye patch over one eye, but the eyebrow that doesn't have the eye patch over, she kind of cocks that eye patch up or that eyebrow up at Crixus. Like, are you okay with letting this man speak for all of you? <laughs> <laughs> like we have a choice. Uh, I'm going to whisper to Valine kind of like, lean over and just say if he has that much energy left, give him a fun job for tonight and we'll handle the business in the morn. I, I so John, right. I picture I picture like the uh the the hangman in the in the Mel Brooks movies where he's got the eye patch and he picks it up and looks <laughs> puts it back down. No nooth is good nooth <laughs> You are 16, 16 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fist bump genius right there. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, uh, Crixus and Marta head off to relax for the night. Uh, Doc is where he's going to spend the night, apparently in the corner booth. Um, Valine, uh, once Doc and Marta leave, Valine leans forward to the table and looks at Aaron and says, The first thing that I need you to do <clears throat> there's a specific book in the library. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got a leather a leather cover and gold leaf but there are no words on the cover the first line in the book is how much of this blood is his hmm intriguing can you please go find me that book I need that book well, of course. I'll be back in a minute. I'm just going to get up and run All right. out. Alright, cool. That's going to take you the better part of the night and everyone's going to be asleep by the time you come back. It's a book with it. I mean, you can make an investigation check, but it's going to be difficult. I would like to do an investigation check because I can. I have a question for Genius. Does he know the title of this book? Well, first off, I don't know that Aaron knows where the library is because I don't think we ever looked for a library. So there's that. <clears throat> nice and I so, yeah, you can't find the library for the first two hours with a six. <laughs> um, it's I can't remember which one, but it's one of the sort of truth novels, right? Yep. Yep. I um, think it's Blood of the Fold. Yeah, I, I was trying to trying to trying to remember which one it was. 
It's blowing the folder Temple of the Winds. I just remember opening it up and going, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. There's like way more to it now, too. Apparently, did you keep up with it all? Because there's like 18 books no. or something now? No, I there's think a... I read anyway one or two on. past the past the original what eleven? Yeah. Um. All right. Ernan with a six, it takes you most of the night. You come back around one a.m. with the book. You did find it, but at this time the inn is quiet, low light. Valine's in bed. You don't see. Crixus or Marta. Doc's still passed out in the corner, snoring away. Um, what would you like to do? <laughs> Even cocky Aranon has to feel a little bit of exhaustion at this point. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go up into my room and uh, crash on the bed and I'm just gonna fall asleep Hugging the book. Okay. <laughs> another job well done. That's right. Yep. Do I get another level for that? I got it. <laughs> Do I get another level? <laughs> level of arrogance, maybe. Um, three experience. Three XP. Yeah. Excuse me. You awake the next morning hugging your book. Um, Doc, you wake up where you passed out, flask in hand. I'm assuming long rest. And f- first words out of his mouth: yeah. "Chain fire." That's the answer. Oh, it wow! It was chain fire. Nice, <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that started the trilogy. Yep. Cool. Uh, so you wake up. Someone put the cap on your flask, but you still have your flask in the hand. Um. And there is cold stew in front of you still. <laughs> and some remains of last night's meal. Aaronon, you wake up with the book in hand. Um, and Crixus, you wake up after a lovely evening with your lady friend. Her, her in your arms, head on your chest. Um, yeah. She kind of yep. looks up at you. This is just very pl- happy. She playfully looks at you and just kind of grabs your chin and goes, "My hero." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and and then laughs. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go start making some breakfast. If and we didn't save the bar, me. if we didn't save the bar, we'd have to pay for lodging. <laughs> mm, yeah. Was that a euphemism? Maybe. She heads down uh, stairs to start if, making breakfast. It isn't yeah, long if Doc is hear. up before if Doc is up before them, he would have probably found his way to the kitchen and started making something. Yeah, so while you're you're in there, you found the bacon, you're frying bacon, she comes walking in, she's like Doc, you're awake. Yeah. It's gonna be a good day. I have some bacon. I have some eggs as well, and there's some there's some uh, hard sausage, like like traveling sausage, and um, some, a couple of fruit that you could take with you wherever you guys are ending up. 
going. Um, so she starts bringing out eggs and then cutting up some um, sausage and some hard cheese and yeah, hard sausage. Oh, I said it. <laughs> All y'all grinning. <laughs> Ernest's typing away. Show hard sausage. We need some pocket bacon too. So pocket bacon, absolutely. Yeah. Box expert at making pocket bacon at this point. Yeah, a little <laughs> extra crispy so it so it travels well. One by one, you all come downstairs. Um, Aaron, I'm looking toe. Smell of bacon and eggs, rousing everyone. I'm really hungry right now. Holy shit! <laughs> um, bacon and egg sounds really good. Uh, as you're sitting around a table eating your breakfast, Valine comes down and takes a seat next to you guys. Um, reaches into the communal bacon plate and grabs a piece. Um, as she would have been coming down the stairs, I would have stood up with book in hand over my head and I would have yelled, <laughs> I have it! Mission accomplished. Perfect. Excellent. So she takes that and uh, she sits down next to you and you hand it to her and she takes it. And, and she, she flings it into the corner. <laughs> no, no. She, she said, that's fantastic. And from her hand, fire just engulfs the book and it just ashes to the wind. She goes, I hate that fucking book. Anyways. <laughs> um, I. What? But, what? Where's my I'm reward? just trying to rid the world of that book. Um, it's it's trash. I, I don't like it. It's it's a personal opinion of mine, but I'm just trying to rid the world of it. It's trash. <laughs> if you find a copy, you can bring it to me. Or if you want to be make a little money, find a copy and stow it away. Because I'm burning every one of these I can find. So if you can find one, eventually it'll be worth some amount of money to you. The author's dead, and the press is not printing any more of them, so. Dude. Was a little I'm not sure how I feel about this actually conversation. Did pass it's, away. A real, it's a really good book. It is. It is a fantastic book. I actually like... I actually... I personally like the book. I'm just finding a reason for her to just burn it. <laughs> so... You had me at money. <laughs> yeah, find one. Hang on to it. It'll, it'll be worth something someday. Um, what I need though what I need I actually need your help and it's not finding these books I don't, I'm don't. i not going on a hunt for these books I need your help to find an ancient city buried under ice Yathrin is the name of the city it's a lost fragment of the empire of Netheril their wizards created several, when I say several, hundreds upon thousands of magical items that we find scattered across the world today. In this buried city, there would be magic beyond your wildest dreams. Sold. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe even something that could control the weather. We use divination magic. I, I, I say we. Um, the Arcane Brotherhood, um, which, of which I am a member. Um, we've learned that the city is buried deep inside the Ragged Glacier. Um, it, 
the Reiki Glacier, there's a waterfall that was there that we could crack the glacier there. Um, the, that waterfall is frozen. Um, we found it, but we need the magic actually to break it open. I need two items to do that. I need my professor's orb, which was stolen from me. Then I need the Codical of White, which is actually a book I need for this purpose. Can we burn that one too? No, I'd rather not. That is a... Actually, I don't even know if it would burn. It's, it's a magical book, so... Do you have a lead on either of these items? Uh, well... I believe they are in possession um, of a... Oh, what the hell is his name? They're in possession of... Oh, the, the orb is, at least, in possession of... In the possession of... What the fuck is his name? Oh, do I gotta go to the next chapter? I might... Illish Gant. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Good poll. No. Uh, a, a former colleague named Nas Lantomir. Um, the orb has the personality of a, of a scholar that um, named Professor Scant. Um, its knowledge will help us actually descend into Yathrin. Nas was after the Codical of White. Um, if we can find him, we can find Professor Scant. What we know, um, the Codicle of White was written and guarded by Arl's followers. Um, it contains a ritual that could actually carve through the ice, br break open this passage through the Regged Glacier. Um, divinina divination uh, magic um, has revealed this book's location. It's being held in a frost giant fortress on a mistrouded island in the Sea of Moving Ice. Where is that? You said in a what cave? In a who, what, where? Frost in a Frost Giant Fortress on a mist-shrouded island in the Sea of Moving Ice. Frost Giant Fortress has two uh, current and former um, card places in Green Bay. Card shops. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Frost Giant and Fortress games. That's, Frost Giant Fortress was my reggae band in high school. <laughs> And we're headed to the reggae glacier. It all comes back around. <laughs> oh my god. It's going to be the reggae glacier. Suddenly everyone everyone down there is going to have a freaking Jamaican accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is funny. Plant Lamp says Frost Giant Fortress is his mom. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, oh. Mm. 
Oh. Yaman, that's cold. <laughs> what you smoking, man? Nothing. I'm breathing. <laughs> we need a bobsled. A billsled. Whoever. <laughs> anyway. Now, Doris, I've known you since Julie's Jeffries asked to see your dingling. It's <laughs> like my favorite line in that whole movie. Anyways. Valine looks at you expectantly, looking for questions, looking for confirmation. Um, All right, so just to make sure my notes are good, we think the the, the Cotokill of White is on a in a frost giant fortress, an island in the Sea of Moving Ice. Where did you say that the professor's orb? There was a was person, but did we have a location? Gilligan's Island. Uh, it was stolen by our former cal- colleague Nas Lantomir. N-A-S-S-L-A-N-T-O-M-I-R. Um, and he was looking for the Codicle of Void. Oh. So there's a good we chance should... he may be on the island somewhere looking for it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode and like pause it every five seconds that was a lot of information in the span of like a minute oh there was that was a huge ass info dump yes mm-hmm. the important the, takeaway the is the important takeaway is we should prepare to siege a fort a frost giant fortress she she is looking for these two items one was stolen from a colleague of hers she wants these two items because they will allow her to crack open the Reggae Glacier and allow access to the city of Netheril, the sunken city of Netheril, where you may be able to find an artifact that would help you control the weather. To sum it up in two sentences, three sentences. That Long story short, go all kill the a information giant. I said, that's it, that's, that's it, yeah. Frost Giant Fortress in the Sea of Moving Ice. That that is your destination. Should you choose to accept, this message will self-destruct in six, five. I'm a duck under the four. table. Moline <laughs> 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 blows up. No. I mean, if we can control, if we can control the weather, um, even for a slight bit of time, we could help the people. So that would be. You might even be able to bring an end to this horrible everlasting night. We could melt the uh, the maiden. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to stand up and throw, put my hands on my hips and say we accept and stick out my hand to shake on it. She holds her hand out. Gently. <laughs> and I will pump it furiously. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh, that makes me think of... Chris Perkins did that once in a live show, and the whole audience was like, ugh. He goes, oh, you are so fickle. Like, they were laughing at a joke earlier. <laughs> a very innuendo joke, and then mm-hmm. he had something about a staff, and he was shooting <laughs> stuff all over the place, and too much it was fun anyways you agree she says fantastic um 
Whew. Well, we leave in the morning? Or do you want to leave today? I got shit to do, man. I got a whole bunch of stuff to sell. I need to, I need to, we need to outfit some new weapons if we can. We need to take inventory of what we have and what we need. We, we were just on essentially a three day bender <laughs> in the span of like a day. <laughs> three day bender lasting 24 hours. Oh, we do have some things that, uh, you know, Crixus is out of potions of healing. So from a simple perspective, he'd like to get some things like that. So do some shopping in, in the town. I don't know how much there's going to be for A, it's 10 towns. It's not very fancy. And B, they've got five towns to rebuild potentially. So um, while they do probably owe us a great debt, they may not have much. Should be able to find a couple potions of healing around the town. I and maybe if, if somebody term- can. Valine looks at you and says, "If not Termaline, definitely Brinchander." Are we headed through Brinchander? We can. We don't necessarily need to. Well, whichever place is gonna have the best stuff. Was Brinchander did it? Did the dragon actually reach Brinchander? Brinchander's the lar- The dragon did not destroy Brinchander. That's the largest of the ten towns. It's the first town you were in. Yeah. Okay. So we should we should go there then because they will have been untouched and most likely to have the supplies we need. So it is spoken. Um, so it just, should be. <laughs> just a uh, reminder: you guys have not been to Lonelywood. I yeah, would think I, your characters would have some concerns about when we wouldn't want to check on that as well. My character That's doesn't give right. a shit right now. He just cares about his own self. I'm <laughs> sure about that. Yes, absolutely. Do we know uh, the direction that we're going to be traveling? Would it make more sense to go to... I'm just trying to picture the map. Go to Bryn Shander first and hit Lonelywood on the way out to the Sea of Moving Ice? Or is going. it kind of a horse apiece? Where are you going uh, on this uh, to hit the Sea of Moving Ice? You, you know <laughs> one place question. along the Sea of Moving Ice, which was the prison that you were at, and there was a boat landing there that you could catch a boat on there. Wait, was uh, there that a whale? whale? <laughs> yeah, there's also and Gajek's Bell, uh, which you know uh, based on what you did that it is south, southeast of the prison. So if you um, found your way to the prison and then worked your way along the coastline, you'd eventually come across that as well. That's almost directly west of Lonelywood-ish. I mean, Lonelywood is like right next to this town. I can't imagine us not going to Lonelywood now. Yeah, Lo- Lonelywood's like a two-hour walk for you guys, honestly. Alright. We need dog sled. Yeah, we should probably two our dog sled. Check in with Ellie. Oh yeah, we need new dog sleds, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need sleds. So that would be my. You that mentioned would be that our, to Valine. Yeah, yeah, that would be our first concern. We're, yeah. Uh, she, we would ask Valine she, if she's she coming with at, us. She said, well, "You have places you want to go, and um, I, I can get you there." I mean, your dogs are wonderful creatures, but. Uh, <laughs> 
they my direwolves they'll do better in the long run pulling us all so I will I will take you where you need to go prior to leaving uh, I we have some time uh, I'm just worried that Nas may find the codicle of white before we do so there's a bit of a clock so let's, let's not dally faster is better than direwolves hole so you're gonna head you sticking around do anything around Termaline before you head off to Lonelywood I'm going to go to Marta um, and kiss her hand again and say, thank you for your generosity. I shan't be long. And walk out. <laughs> this is literally her facial expression. She kind of looks at you and then eyes over to Crixus and then back to him as he's walking out the door. She just kind of shakes her head. Walks Crixus over to Crixus, will, gives him a kiss. <laughs> Crixus will go up to Marta and just say, he stole a bit of my thunder, but... I shall miss you as well. <laughs> I will miss you too. Be careful out there. What you're doing will not be easy. And then, and then I'll say, I have my ring to protect me. She chuckles at that and kind of looks down at her shoes for a second before she chins up, hands on both sides of your face and plants one on you. Be safe. All right. Boops your nose. Fix us a walk up. On Doc's way out, he'll say, No woman, no cry. I'll bring him back. I believe you. She says. She looks at you and says, I believe you. Thank you, Doc. Well done, Doc, by the way. Backpack on instead of dragging behind him, loaded with pocket bacon. He's ready to go. <laughs> You load up the dog sleds uh, and make your way north to um, Lonely um, Wood. Lonely Wood. When we pass the site of the battle, is it pretty cleaned up? It is almost immaculate. Like, you almost can't tell. Like, someone someone did something to cover the trail. Like, you you can barely tell there was a battle here at all. Kind of weird. Something it's magical like it, happened. It's almost like it passed without trace. I wouldn't feel Something. a pull towards the items, would I? Like, they don't pull towards me? Like, or, yeah. no? Okay. It's not that kind of item? No. Nope. It's not like the One Ring or anything like that. It's not calling to you. The One um, Dragon Gemstone? Um, As you head... North. You pull into Lonelywood. Uh, it's untouched. It is deathly quiet. It is so quiet. It's strange. You remember people being around and some noise being had. Uh, shops working and stuff. But you do not hear anything as you enter Lonelywood. Everything's still standing. But there is no one around. It's like a ghost town. Mm. All right. Well, oh, first stop, head to the inn, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you head into the inn. And 
on the bar, held to the bar, with a um, with a dagger as a piece of paper. It's a it's a note scrawled. You recognize Ellie's handwriting. Um, it states that we have gone to um, the city was evacuated to other cities for the population's protection. Most of us have had headed to Bryn Chander until this threat is averted. I'm going to go behind oh, the bar and... There's some supplies in the cellar. I'm going to go behind the bar and pour myself a drink. <clears throat> it's noon somewhere. Um, what, what do you pour? You just grab a random bottle? It would be one that I know isn't going to kill me. <laughs> or or knock me completely out. Yeah. Uh, uh, a wrong bottle. Because you need the brown pants. Yeah, I don't yeah. definitely don't uh-uh. want to wear brown pants today. Uh-uh. This guy's got the right idea. Um, you have a drink, and uh, going and exploring, you get down in the basement. It's food supplies that she's got down there. It's um, more travel food, uh, apples, um, hard cheeses, sausage, dried meat, those kind of things, nuts, fruits. I, I'll take some and put it in my backpack. And I'll kind of... Is it, like, portioned out? Like, did she make us little lunch bags to go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's there's actually, like, they're, they're all tied in little leather uh, pouches tied together. Just for, like, little... Is the Owen Aaron on a heart? Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> It absolutely is. For sure. <laughs> what does Aaron do when he sees that? But nothing. I'm just going to assume everybody loves me, so I'm just going to put it in my bag. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> so the bar is still standing. Um, everything seems to be doing well, although unpopulated. And you understand why now in Lonelywood. All right, I'm going to scream off to Bryn Shander as I walk out the door towards the Dire Wolf sled. Doc will add to the note and just say, we, we were here in case you get back. We're fine kind of thing. <laughs> just leave a note, okay. Doc was here. <laughs> Doc, Doc was here. <laughs> little sign with the nose over it. Kilroy was here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Is there anything you do, Crixus, and leave behind her? Do while you're there. Um, no, I'm I'm just trying to um get to Bryn Chander more quickly, so I'm gonna spend some time prepping the dogs and stuff like that. Okay, you and Valine stay with the um, dog sleds, get them ready, get the dire wolves fed. Dogs have been running alongside; they aren't pulling anything, so they aren't nearly as tired as they normally are after these journeys. You set out that day for um, Bryn Shander. Do you push all the way through till you get there? I I feel like we Train. would. With the, with the direwolf uh, sleds, where's... it would go faster than normal dog sled, right? Yeah, I'm trying to find less a map than a day, right? Towns. 
think it's last That's Monday. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would just be... It'll be after nightfall when you get there. Um, via the... The direwolf sleds, so... Um, dum 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 So you pull into, um... Brinchander... Well, I say after nightfall, it's constantly night. You pull into Brinchander just as the dark, uh... The darkness just soars over the... the sky and the... The lights reappear, the northern lights. Just as the dark gets darker. There. Right when the dark actually gets lighter. Like the, the quote-unquote start of the day. Um... As the northern lights show up, and you show up, show into town. Where would you like to go in Bryn Shander? I'm assuming everything would be kind of closed, so we'd have to wait till morning. For the most part, yeah. All right. I think Aranon would go and uh, I'd probably get some food if it's dinner time or after dinner. Um, get some food. It's well after dinner. Yep, uh, the Northlook Tavern has um, is still there's people there. There's light there. There's good rowdy crowd celebrating the demise. The word has already made it to Brinchander that this dragon is gone. Do you have any idea where Ellie might be in Brinchander? Maybe one of the places we've been. I don't remember Brinchander that well. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the Chewingas. The House of the Morning Lord. Um, what's her face that was... Yep, Danica. Them. Danica, yeah. So, uh, you head over to the House of the Morning Lord, Crixus? Is that where you're going? Um, I mean, that's what I'll express to the team. I'll say, um, Ellie may be in the House of the Morning Lord to visit her friends. Her tiny flitting friends. Those little bastards. <laughs> if uh, Valina's still with us. Mm-hmm. All so right. just kind of looking around expectantly, waiting for someone to decide where to go. Okay, if we're at the North Look, uh, <clears throat> do you want to go with uh, Crixus to the House of the Morning Lord, or do you want to babysit this one? Uh, I'll go with Crixus. Okay. Uh, Aranon, there are, there are many people inside the Northlook that have not heard your side of the tale yet. Oh, they will now. <laughs> All right, let's go in. All right, so the two of you head into the bar for a drink. Um, I'm going to kick the door open head. and say the Dragon Slayers are here. All right, the Dragon Slayer is here because it's me. Yep. <laughs> Buy me a drink and I will tell you the tale and I'm going to head to the bar. Yes, it's me. Uh, <laughs> you go take you go you actually go take you grab a table like you 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 give this speech. You get up on a table, you give the speech. There's no band playing tonight. Um you give the speech and everyone's kind of like, there's a huzzah as, as uh, you say the dragon slayer is here. Buy me a drink and tell me I'll tell you the tale. And uh there's a couple of pretty drunk patrons already, uh, and there's kind of a big cheer for you. And those couple, as you got up on the table, they, like, grab your legs and get you on the shoulders, a la um, uh, Mike Holmgren, 
and walk you over to the stage and put your legs down on the stage, and one just hands you his half-drunk mug of ale. I'm going to slam it and throw the glass off to the side. <laughs> um, from behind the from behind the bars, um, the glass shatters uh, on the on the floor in the corner, and um, oh, I'm trying to find out find uh, uh, Scram Sacks is his name. I don't know if you ever actually met him. I don't think you met the proprietor of the bar. Uh, says, "Hey, take it easy with my mugs." <laughs> Reasonable request. A couple of the drunks are like, boo! <laughs> Kenny <laughs> yelling, yelling down the man. Um, and there's there are three different mugs that are brought and set on the table just off to the side of the stage. And then another one's brought right up to you and says, and they're all like, the whole bar just starts, speech, 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 wanting so to know about what happened. A- I'm going to take a long drink and then I'm going to start telling the story. You start telling the tale. Mm-hmm. Doc, what are you doing while this is going on? <laughs> Just keeping an eye on him? Somewhere near the stage in a chair tilted up back on its you know, hind legs, feet up on another chair on the table, just feet, listening. Feet up on the table count, counting the beers that are being set down <laughs> on the table. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Crixus, you enter the Temple of the Morning Lord. And, um, the House of the Morning Lord, I should say. And sitting at a table off to the side, um, is Ellie, and she's writing in a book. And sitting on the table next to her book is a Chewinga writing in a smaller book, acting like he's writing in a smaller book. He's got a little piece of, like, a little twig, and he's just scribbling on the page. She does not notice you when you walk in. Alright, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stealthily creep up. (laughs) You're gonna need a stealth check. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna likely fail my stealth you can have but it at gonna... advantage. She is into what she's doing right now. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do my best, and here we go. Ooh. That's not what I was looking for. Oops. No, you need like church music. Oh my oh, god! Shit. <laughs> oh my god! I get plus zero to stealth, and I didn't even need the advantage. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you you easily sneak up behind her. I'm gonna read what she's writing. Um, it is it's a journal. She's journaling. She's writing, and she's writing about you guys. That apparently you guys took down. It's my friends took down the dragon threat to ten towns. Um, although, um, it, the terror that it and it talks about the terror that it was tearing through half the towns. Um, she's incredibly proud to know you guys and to have been allied with you in life. Um, and uh, it, go, it goes on to start talking about um, her her unrequited feelings 
there. <laughs> um, All right. And, I, yeah. I will. Uh, I, I'll say. Um, I say. Don't believe it if you hear the tale of Aaron on the Destroyer. <laughs> she jumps up at this. And swings around. Oh, where is this? Do I have an unarm strike in her things? I <laughs> oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Just don't have her uh, swing a mace at my head, since I don't think I. Thirteen hit your AC. <laughs> it doesn't. No. <clears throat> she she jumps up and swings around. And... <laughs> oh, Crixus! Hi. Uh hi and then she hugs you right away just goes in for a full on hug she's like oh my god you're you're here holy cow i had we just got word like an hour ago that the the threat is gone um how long have you been standing there you see her take her she's got her journal and just kind of flipping the cover over to close it uh long enough to know that uh, you'll be quite pleased to see young Aranon back. Oh, good, good. Oh, who, 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 who's this? And she points at the lead. Ah, yes. That, that is uh, a, a friend of ours that has helped us destroy the dragon. Her name is Valene, and she has a new task for us. Valene Harple. She holds a hand out to shake her hand, and um, Ellie shakes her hand, and she looks at Ellie and says, "You, you may actually be able to help him. Um, you, you do you know restoration magic? Uh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friend uh, has got a bit of madness." Um, you use some restoration magic on him. You may help him. It may make him a bit more tolerable, although I assume he was rather intolerable to begin with. <laughs> she She's looking at Valine and she looks at you and she goes, Is she talking about Aranon? Yes, he has oh come upon a bout of madness, although it seems to suit him well. He could use your assistance to tone it down a bit. Okay. Well, um, Nicodemus, don't go anywhere. <laughs> the little chewing looks up at her. Well, where'd I go? <laughs> like, he, like, he kind of shrugs and he's like, oh, okay. And she says, I'll be back. Um, and as she kind of goes with you and says, where, where, it, he's at the bar, isn't he? Oh, I'm sure. Recounting his tales, no question. <laughs> his his tales? I mean, I've heard some. I don't know what what happened. I, how how did that all go down? Well, Aaron would be more than happy to tell her. <laughs> it it was simply it was absolutely a group effort, uh, and much of the credit goes to Doc for riding the dragon and taking it down to the ground. 
However, if you hear Aranon tell the tale, he single-handedly bested the dragon. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, take me to him. <clears throat> um, so you guys head over to the Northbrook Tavern. I don't know if she actually has what she needs. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so you guys head head over to the tavern, head inside. Aaron's on stage talking about the um, and I. However, you were talking. You opened the trap door, climbed in its ass, blew the thing up. All that, going re uh, recounting all of it, and Aaron, um, make a perception check. At this point, I would I probably have double fisted the drinks if they're keep bringing them yep. to me. So I'm talking and I'm swinging my arms around and uh, what what yeah. am I doing? Uh, perception check. Ten. Ten. Uh, yeah, you you don't notice Ellie and Crixus and Valine come in. Um, Ellie kind of looks at you and is, yeah, that's, oh, how many has he had already? <laughs> As you see, there's, there's one in each hand on the table. Um, you can see Crixus, you can see Doc is sitting in front of like four beers, four empty ales. There's two sitting there that are still full. Aranon's got one in his hand that he's drinking from the other one he's gesturing with and spilling all over the place. I'm going to tell Eliana, goodness, we've been here for an hour. Oh, boy. All right. Um, well, let's go talk to him. <laughs> Aranon, just as you're finishing up your story about the, the dragon uh, fight, um, Eliana... And Crixus and Valine appear at the base of the stage. Aranon, she says. I will, with both drinks, take a great bow. But, like, instead of holding him upright, I'm going to, you know, bow. But my the cups will go forward. So whatever is in them will, like, just spill out everywhere. Uh, yeah, Crixus, give me a dexterity saving throw. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the one. Ellie as well. Both beers, one on Crixus, one on Ellie as he bows. All down the front of the lower half of them. Ah, Aranon, she yells at him. Uh, Valine looks at the two. He goes, oh, and just prestidigitates the beer away. That's not a problem. Boy, you're handy. <laughs> I'd say to Valine. I try and be. That's a rather simple spell. I use it quite frequently, honestly. I'm going to oh. say... Uh, I'm going to look at them as they yell Aranon, and I'm going to say, what? I didn't even hit you. <laughs> no. Get down here, you beautiful bastard. I am, um, aren't I? And I'm going to hop down. 
You hop down. She actually goes up to <laughs> hug you. While she is hugging you, she is going to cast Lesser Restoration. This does one thing and doesn't do the other thing. This cures your drunkenness. You become sober rather quickly. Bummer. Um, your madness is still there. And would I? So would I know that she cast it, or would I be suddenly like my metabolism? You would realize she did something because she probably. Uh, what does lesser restoration have? It's probably got some. Now you have to start over. <laughs> Let's see, Lesser Restoration has got uh, verbal and somatic components. So she whispered something while she was hugging you, and there was a hand motion behind your back. Probably, I probably, so I probably and then you're suddenly idea. sober. Yeah. Arrogant as hell, but suddenly sober. Oh, Why don't we leave Ellie it there? I'll, I'll give you oh. a I was going to say, I'll, I'll give you a week to think about your reaction. <laughs> We need a week to think about what we're going to do in Bryn Shander, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got shopping to do. And actually, um, what we will do is I'll have you talk about it we'll, instead of doing shopping on the stream. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it this week and then discuss what was um, what was done at the very beginning of next week's show. And then we can roll through all of that. Perfect. Real quickly. And then you guys can get on the road to the adventure. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic show. Thanks, everybody, for popping in today. We had kind of a kind of a busy... Uh, I don't, don't want to say a busy, a busy chat, chat room. room. Not a lot of people chatting, but we had quite a few people watching today, which makes me happy. Hey. Thanks for, thanks oh, for watching, yeah. people. Uh this is Two Nerds, One Quest. If you are just happening to pop in, we are a D&D podcast. We are here every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Whew. We've been doing this for a year and a half now. A little over a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Sounds about... Uh, okay. I'm not sure. I mean, when me and... We started in March yeah. of mm -hmm. 2020. Me and Tom, so... Yeah. And then we've added you guys over the course of it. Interesting. On page one, I have March 15th with a question mark. So I think it was March 15th. That seems pretty accurate. Yep. Yep. Anyway, seems yeah. Because right, yeah. we started talking about it in February. Now. We are a D&D podcast. We're here, like I said, every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. You can catch us on Twitter, patreon.com slash 2nerds1quest. If you want to support us, go take a look, see what we have to offer. We have some fun rewards. Uh, Twitter.com slash 2nerds1quest if you want to interact with us on Twitter. We have a Discord that the link goes in the chat. Um, you can tweet at us or whatever, and we can I can send you the link as well. Um, we talk about all sorts of things in there. We haven't been in there lately, but we're in there every once in a while talking about games and music and movies and all sorts of fun stuff. So join us there. Have some fun discussions. Um, tell a friend. Give us a review rating wherever you get your podcast from if you're listening to this in the podcast form. Um, yeah. For me, for Genius, for Crixus, for Mr. DMJC, we will catch you next week. 
metal. Word. Opaque, go. Frost giant. Frost giant.